Hi, Miss Olivia. Agnes was just asking for the link, so I'm wondering if I screwed that up. Daisy, I gave it to Agnes, and then who are we missing? Jennifer. But she was just in Slack, so I assume she's coming. Hi. I'm sorry, I've just realized um, as soon as I turned on my video, I was like, oh, I look like a bum because I've been working out in the morning and then I just go to sit at my desk because it's right there and I'm sorry. <laughs> my apologies. How's everybody doing this morning? Good? Show of hands, who has something that they want to talk about and who's just here for goodness? Want to talk about something? Goodness? Two goodnesses. All goodness. Okay, cool. I like it. Um, so this is a newer group. This is our second time to meet. So I'm kind of still figuring out the dynamics, but I like it because I can figure out the dynamics. Like it will be this group for some extended period of time. And I think that that's really lovely because I've had one other pod going for a couple of months now and they've really gotten to know each other and like they give each other feedback and ideas and help and like, it's just super cool to see. So I've really been wanting to create some more of those spaces for you guys. So thank you for letting me play with that. Um, does anyone want to go first and just tell me, does anyone need to go early? Let's put it that way. Livia. Okay, so Livia is going to go first. Um, we have an hour and a half together. I think I'm going to double check real quick on Jennifer. Just make sure she knows. Doo -doo -doo. Reminder, pod meeting now, if you can. Here's the link. Okay, cool. Um, so that is take, oh, there she is right there. All right, so Olivia, let's talk. Tell me what is going on, what is happening in your head, what is happening this week. Give me a little rundown. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to start. Um, it's okay. Just lot. let it. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like there's a lot going on. <laughs> um, I, I, I feel like I can't get it together. My life just feels like chaos. Newborn, haven't gotten a lot of sleep. All this, all this stuff. Um, so real quick. Yes, it's right there. Like. Yeah. I've had two newborns. I think everyone in here has experienced that. Yeah. And I just want to tell you from, you have some older children too, right? I have a stepson who's 13 and then I have a two-year-old. <laughs> okay, well. so you've been through this before, but it's easier to look backwards and see like retrospectively, 
Yes, right. in that moment, it felt like chaos, but the more you just kind of leaned into it and embraced it, yeah, the more beautiful it was and the easier it got and the more it's flowy true. it could become. Yeah. So you are, you're kind of in this place where you've got things that want to compete with each other. <laughs> one being, I really want to grow my business and one mm -hmm. being, I really want to like take time and spend it with my kids my kids so there has to be some compromise yeah. sometimes yeah there's all these different parts of life that we're juggling and balancing and that's okay yeah that's like it's always going to be that way when mm -hmm. people are talking to me about like well I would I really want your coaching but I can't right now because all this other stuff is going on I'm like now's the perfect time yeah because let's help you settle and find that place and figure out our priorities and then like have what we have to do and what we can do yeah okay continue okay so I got accepted to uh participate in a conference to have a booth at a conference and then I just got, thank you. And then I just got accepted today to have my, um, a painting that I just finished in an exhibit here in my town in Marietta. So that's exciting. Um, I'm smiling. <laughs> and then um, I haven't really made sales. I've got accepted to do mm -hmm. and participate in things, but I haven't made any sales, which I kind of need the whole money now um, yeah. to be able to continue. So um, yeah, okay, stop. I'm, I'm gonna like say start, stop, start, stop, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we need some sales. Yeah. What have you been doing to get sales? So I have, there's this one lady that she contacted me, was like, oh, I'm super interested in buying some art. I've tried to follow up with her, but she ghosted me. Mm -hmm. um, she did have a life event, though. So I'm trying, her father passed away. So I'm trying mm -hmm. not to kind of give her some space mm -hmm. um, and things like that. Because that's, yeah, <laughs> can't even give words for that. Um, and then. I'm, I don't really have an email list at all. I just kind of get what, on what does that mean? I don't really have an email list. I have like seven people. Okay. That, I, I have not sent anything out. So that's. Let's rephrase. I have seven people on an email list. Okay. I have seven people on an email list. Can I tell you a quick story? Quick story. Okay. I had a client one time who had one person on her email list. And she nurtured that one person. Wow. She started conversations with her. She sold three paintings to that one person on her email list. Wow. One person. So seven people is not no people. Okay, continue. Okay. Okay, so I, I definitely need to um, work on the email list. I've been really focused on my Instagram, but nothing is coming mm -hmm. from it. Um, so Where have you made sales in the past? Instagram. We've talked about this. Um, 
Instagram. Okay, when you're thinking about the money now action list, it mm -hmm. had three steps in it, right? Right. The first one was what? Do you remember? No, I'm sorry. It's okay. That's that's why I'm doing this with you because you said I okay. need money now and I'm telling you, tell me what the steps are and you're like, I don't know. So we need to rectify that. So number one is know your number. Know my numbers, okay. I want you to do that regularly. The more stressed about money you are, the more I want you to know that number. Okay. Because it's lots of reasons, but for this conversation, the main motivation is two. One motivation, like I need this amount of money. How mm -hmm. can I get it? It turns your brain out of shit. I need money. And I'm just like scrambling to mm -hmm. probably, this is what I need. How can I get what I need? And you are at a, a pretty beginning stage with this art business. And that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. But we have to continue down the path. So as we are figuring out what works best for you, sometimes it's okay. Not even sometimes, always. It's okay if you can figure out a way to bring in that money that doesn't necessarily come from your art. Like it might be, I'm going to sell this piano I never play anymore. And that's going right. to cover me in a couple of months and give me some space in my head to be able to figure this thing out. Okay. Okay. So that's thing one. What was the second thing? I've already lost it. Hold on. Motivation. And I don't know. That's the main one, I guess. Because that's the one I said first. Okay. Two. You know what step two is? Nurture. Close. Leads first. Leads. Leads first. So we're calling them hard and soft. I want to have a better term for this, but I don't yet. Hard leads, soft leads. Hard is the woman who said, I want to buy something from you. But we also have to like realize that not every one of those leads is going to turn into something immediately. But if we don't continue with them, we may eventually lose them. So we followed up with her. She said, or however you found out, my father died. Probably now's the time to give her some space. She's not yeah. going to be thinking about spending money on art. Her head is consumed. And that's okay. That doesn't mean we've lost her. That just means she's probably not going to buy now. And she right. might come back and surprise you, but I doubt it. So that's okay. But we are keeping her on our leads list, which is why I gave you that spreadsheet yeah. to keep all of that organized so you can like make a little note. Come back in six months and, or even like, come back in two months and send her a nice note and like maybe ask for her address and send her a flower you drew or like whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keeping her in your orbit. This is where the consistent income part of it comes in. Like not every lead becomes a 
sale right now, but maybe later. Not maybe later. Definitely later. Definitely later. Far later. We don't know. Okay. Okay. So then the soft leads is part B of number two. So we are always looking for ways to see if people are raising their hand without directly raising their hand so that we can spend a little bit more time with them. So you said, I have an email list. I don't use it. Um, one of my favorite ways to look for soft leads is to send out an email and see if anyone clicks. Okay. Um, another way that I do that is by like maybe in my stories, I'll look and see who puts a heart on my stories or who is always watching or um, yeah. So the soft leads are more like the lurker people mm -hmm. who wanna see what you're up to. Like they're definitely paying attention. They're just not saying, hey, Olivia, I wanna buy something. Right, right. Okay, so then we, and I have in that document, the Money Now notes, there's how to follow up with the hard leads and how to follow up with the soft leads. Okay. Okay, step three. Do you know step three? And this is a, like, I'm, I'm not trying to like put you on the spot. I just, I want this to be a real learning opportunity. And I feel like if I ask you the question, it's more active learning. Oh yeah, okay. Um, no, I don't know the third one. Okay, actually. So step three is create more leads. Create more leads. So would that be looking through um, my numbers or? Let me pull up the notes for you so you can see. Are you a audible learner, a visual learner? What I'm a visual there? learner. Okay, so good, let's pull up notes. I tend to forget if it's just audible. <laughs> Um, I read something the other day that said audible learning is a passive form of learning and reading is an active form of learning. I'm not sure how much I agree with that, but mm -hmm. I thought it was an interesting point. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to decide our actions to create more leads. Okay. What I would love for you to start doing, because this is and probably everybody, like I even need to create a list. Like sometimes I have one going, but I don't even know where it's gone. I would like to have on my window in front of me, a list of action steps that say, okay, I've done step one and step two for today. And now I'm out. What do I do next? Okay. So I've given you a couple of ideas. Where did I put them? Oh, they're up here. And if this is all you have to go off of, this is a great start. Okay. Can I get this, these notes? Yeah, they're all in the Money Now uh, course under okay. each of the workshops, but I will also just right now put it in the chat. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, it's in the chat. You probably can't see it because I'm screen sharing. If I am really feeling the pinch, I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna do like probably 75% relationship, 25% content. Okay. Because the content often 
takes longer to work. Sometimes you're like, I don't know who to talk to. So you need the content to find those extra people, those soft leads to then go back and like, it's, it's kind of a dance between the two, but given people's own devices, they'll generally go, well, it's easier to just put out a piece of content. We're not going for easier. Right. We're going for brave actions because we have that motivation. We have a negative number on our know our numbers spreadsheet and we're in trouble if we don't hit that number. So comfort is not really the name of the game at that moment in time. And the more you practice getting uncomfortable with this stuff, the easier it becomes and the more comfortable it becomes. So we'll just throw that out there. But it is not going to be at the beginning. <clears throat> so looking at relationship marketing, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna add this in here. Um, brainstorm using ideal art buyer map. So if you're like, I don't know who to talk to, like I have no idea. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go back to these circles. Okay. And we're gonna fill in groups. We're gonna fill in groups here. So um, the name of my school, the name of the places that I've worked, the name of my kid's school where I could connect with people, the class that I went to, the class that I go to, the whatever, all the things that you know people from. The second one, and I, I do this all the time, but I feel like if I don't, it's not going to sink in. And it's such an important part of the relationship marketing side of this is finding out who are my ideal art buyers. Because also, I'm going to have to go in and edit this somewhere, but well, I kind of did. You can also ask these people, hey, do you know anyone who? Oh, okay. This, essentially. I don't know if this is for you, which is kind of like saying, maybe it's for you, but probably it's for someone else. Do you know anybody for me? Which can give you more people to talk to. So the whole idea is not that every person you talk to is a lead. The whole idea is that we are trying to find more leads because we are trying to sell in an ethical way. Meaning I'm not just trying to push my product on people, my art. I'm trying to find the people who connect with it and are interested in purchasing it. And I want to help them get it. Right. So part of that is finding the people who are interested in it. And this is how we do it. Ask me what questions you have. Um, so it says consent right here. Do they need to have shown interest for you to so, contact them? This is, no. What this is, is, okay. How do I explain that? I have it somewhere. I just can't remember where. So if they're constantly hiding my stories or something, that's when I would go in and go, I could contact them and say, I don't know if this is for you, but... Okay. Yes. So that's enough consent. Basically. The, the consent is 
I don't know if this is for you, but are you interested? Okay, great. And then they say yes, or they say no. Okay. So it's serving two purposes. It's giving you consent to keep going, or it's saying, no, I'm not interested. And we're respecting that too. Okay, cool. I don't um, ask people normally over and over and over and over, but if I have someone around me who I just keep seeing and I'm like, hmm, you know what? I'm going to do a, the brave move today. And I'm going to say, I don't know if you're interested, but just wanted to see if you might be. See if you want to have a conversation with me about maybe working together. Yeah. Okay. Your version of that would be, I don't know if this is for you or not, but like, I just keep seeing you around. Do you have any interest in, um, I want to say buying a painting. What do I want to say? Do you have any interest in my art? That's a little passive. There's somewhere okay. in the middle there. It really helps if you have something specific. So we have talked about a couple of different things and I don't know what you've landed on to focus on for a minute. Let's so say far- the heart the heart yeah the heart okay. drawings so I don't know if this is for you or not but um, I'm trying something new and I'm wanting to do uh, heart drawings for people for Valentine's Day do you know anyone who might have interest in do you or anyone you know have might have any interest in this um, anatomical series that I'm working on okay. so when it's more specific then it's less like, what are you going to ask me? I don't know. But if you can give them something, that's very helpful yeah. for you and for them. Okay. And so if I did send out an email, how often could I do that? I send, well, I send a newsletter a week but sometimes I also send a podcast every week mm -hmm. and sometimes I send a sales email every week. So like. <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> yeah. And the more you send, the more people will unsubscribe. But I don't have a problem with that. I used to. I don't now because I know if I'm sending all these emails and they're reading them and they're not unsubscribing, they're in it and I want people who are in it I don't want people who are just like oh, she sent me an email la -dee -da -dee -da. whatever I, I want the engaged hooked people and they can't be hooked if you don't give them anything to hook okay. so what feels like a good number for you What do you mean, like? You said, how many can I send? Oh, um, probably maybe two a week. That's a lot. I don't yeah. want you to have to commit to that because I'm just gonna. Or tell you one a lot. week would be. I feel like if you could try one week, that'd be awesome. Okay. And also, even though there's only seven people on your list, what if we did like a almost a, a welcome series, like a five-day series of emails and say, okay, 
I'm Olivia. Here's what I do. Um, I would, I want this to be a space where, for me, that would be something like, we get to have conversations. I don't want to talk at you. I want to talk with you. Um, here's what I'm currently working on. I'm going to be sending more emails over the next couple of days, introducing myself so that we can really get to know each other. See you tomorrow. Okay. So maybe we can almost like jumpstart some interest into what we're working on now without feeling like I can only write one a week. And right. then those could even be plugged in depending on what you're using as a welcome sequence for right now. Okay. It's like double duty. I like double duty. But, but what I just heard myself say was, okay, now go write five emails. And so what I think you're gonna do just based on previous experiences, I'm gonna go spend all the next five days writing five emails and not doing anything <laughs> else because I'm writing five emails. Mm -hmm. So maybe we don't send them out immediately. Maybe for the next 10 days, we go back and forth and we do a relationship marketing day and we do an email writing day and we send the emails when we're done with all of them, but we're making time for the people. Okay. Yes? Yes. Okay. Do you feel better? Yeah, I do. Having a plan makes me feel a lot better. Um, because sometimes I just go into the day and it's like, oh, okay. I have like a 10 mile long, I feel like list and it, and my ADHD is just like everywhere. And then I, I start doing something and then it's like, oh, I have this too. And then I start doing it. And then, yeah, it just, <laughs> and then my toddler yeah. interrupts me and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I want you to think about one more thing. Okay. Priority one, it sounds like you don't know your number, but I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> Priority one is make money. And so I want you to filter your entire to-do list off of, can this help me bring in money today? Okay. I wrote that if down it on my calendar. <laughs> it goes that way. And that means, doesn't mean we're not going to do it. It just means it's not for today. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Who wants to go next? I see Agnes and Jennifer fighting over it. So let's do a quarter. <laughs> I just want to say, I, I only have oh, 10 minutes because I oh, have okay. a festival Jennifer, meeting go. to get out to. So if you don't mind, I will be 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Agnes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I completely forgot that today was the first Wednesday, so I don't really have like any questions on the tip of my That's tongue. Okay. Um, you did mention on the last Slack um, communication about doing a, um, coming up with like a next step for my emails that are going out. Yeah. So you have, and I think we've kind of talked about it a little bit but you have been doing an excellent job finding people and sending them the same email and mm -hmm. getting a pretty good response rate. Mm -hmm. How, okay, so all the people who didn't respond, 
right. has anything happened with them so i did or have you just left them no i sent i did send out to a handful of those people before i got distracted <laughs> um, uh, an email that was like hey you know i realized that our inboxes get really busy and whatever just want to make sure that you saw this and they just all ignored me so yeah okay so next step so i have really kind of unintentionally honed in this follow-up process and i feel like it works across the board for for ghosters and it's not going to work every time but i will tell you if let's say there's 10 of those people that you've emailed that haven't responded and you can get three or four of them to even say you're not a fit but mm -hmm. something maybe here's someone else who is or here's some advice or anything the more responses we can get the fewer people we have to find and the more uh juice we get out of every single one of those leads that we're looking at. So where is it? I'm still looking at my money now sheet because this is where I put it. And like I said, I didn't actually go into this looking for a follow-up process. This is just what has worked for me over time, over and over and over. Is and this over. in is this in one of our consistent income workbook? Workbook yeah, so um, because I dropped the link to money now, I'm going to show you how to get there from that way. Um, there is in the daily plan, step two, leads first. It says, if they ask but ghost, use the follow-up sequence. So I clicked on that. You could also get to it from consistent income curriculum, engage your tribe, how to follow up when someone doesn't respond. There's a okay. little video about it, but there's also... I wrote it out for you. So if they don't respond, you did this. Resend the answer with that. I know you're busy, but later, this may not work as well because they're probably not already following you because these are cold leads. But one thought that we could change Mm, I was going to say we could add to the email a PS. Here's a link to my Instagram if you want a more real-time view of things. But what we really want is for them to comment on your portfolio. So I'm not sure we want to give them a second route to follow. It's kind of like guiding people. Go this way. Go this way. Don't go that way. Um, so how could we, okay, so the third follow-up in this case, what I would do is I would go find that company on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Most of them I, I, I have already and have, have. Been for a while. And you followed them and have you interacted with them at all? Yeah, I comment here and there. One of the companies I really wanna work with, you know, I direct messaged her and I asked her, um you know like who who could i send my portfolio to and she gave me the email address and that person has never ever ever answered my emails 
Okay, so it sounds like there's somebody different in this instance, and it's going to depend on the size of the company. Somebody different in this instance who is running the Instagram account versus who is doing the the picking. It might be that they um, really are pretty full and don't need new people, but I would almost go through it like a gallery process and go to their website and comb it and see if there's anything in there that talks about submissions. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that too. From there, um, even if you could create, I mean, like this is getting kind of complicated. And this is not going to be like a repeatable process kind of thing. I'm just brainstorming with you for this one instance. But past commenting, past any of the the typical steps that you would take, I might go to skip this step and go to the, the conversation starter and see if there is, this is gonna take a little bit of brain power on your part, but it would make you stand out. So even if it's just to the person on the Instagram, like what is some way that you can make their day? That you can show that you're not just trying to get something from them, but like you are a real person who likes other people and is like willing to form a a partnership with this company as opposed to just a, please take my work so I don't have to sell it kind of vibe, which they probably get from a lot of people. So how can you rise above those people? How can you be the, what's it called? Red ocean, blue ocean, do you know that? I don't remember exactly. Okay, never mind. scratch that. It's something like, it's just how can you stand out? How can you be the, the one who's totally different from all the other ones? Okay. So like um, one, one of the, um, <clears throat> one of, there's this one lady who owns a company in South Carolina and they make stuff for babies. And when I first sent her my work, she would always look at it, always respond to me. Um, she really likes it, but she hasn't, the last couple of times she hasn't responded to me. Um, I know that she just wrote her own children's book and had it and you know it's like just come out so like could I send like a like a congratulations card like actually in the mail of course okay so that that would be something that okay that is a great example um it could be even be like I bought a copy for my kid and they love the part where blah 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 my youngest turns 21 in two weeks. <laughs> you bought a copy for your art marketing coach's kid and she loves blah, 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 blah. I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. I'm just being funny. Um, so yeah, 
So skip to the part where we make their day. And this takes longer than all the other parts. But it's also the part that like gives you a, a star. <laughs> okay. It's, you get the A plus and not even the A plus. Like that's not what we're going for. You get the, I stand out above all the other people, which is what we're going for. Okay. Is it going to work every time? No. But I can guarantee you, it will definitely increase your numbers of responses. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Good luck on your meeting. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. All right, Agnes. Daisy, remind me, you're going first next time. Daisy, you can go first. I was actually reaching for my uh, brush <laughs> when I was doing this. Like, so I can be last today, no problem. Daisy can no. go. First. It's okay. I didn't have anything specific to to talk about, so I'm. Well, neither does anybody else. And see how it always turns into something specific. Yeah. <laughs> I am just. I like when I am listening to you guys. I like the work. It's like peaceful. I don't overthink. I am just like working. I like that. Yeah. I just want to like reiterate that I put in Slack the other day. I don't know if anyone saw it, but like, if you want to work during these calls and I don't mean like write emails, but I mean, like, I want to paint, I want to draw, I want to doodle, whatever that is. And that helps your brain. You should absolutely do that. Okay. Oh, you. yeah. I love to do that. And it, I, I can do many things at the same time. So I am, I was actually listening. So it was great. I and not. I am not. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I can like do something mindless while listening and that helps. So there's. Yeah. This because actually I was listening and making ideas and, you know, working a little bit and making some plan. And they like, suddenly I have the idea for this month. <laughs> mm. That was funny. Yeah. So what what is happening in <clears throat> in my plates in February? Um, I have this uh, small collection on paper that I would like to put it on my website. So I am currently working on it, just like frame it and you know last details. And I am trying to figure it out how to do it without overdoing. <laughs> that means without burning before the collection launch. Right. So that's it. Uh, and uh, in January, um, I have this like spotlight on art going on. Daisy is there too, and Emily is there too. So it's great. Uh, so I am like curious to see how it's gonna how it's gonna end. Uh, it is all this week. Um, and actually today, someone contacted me from a gallery in Georgia, and they are interested in representing me because they saw my artwork uh, during the spotlight on art. Uh, yesterday or a few days ago, I don't know. Uh, Congratulations. I didn't, I, thank you. I didn't have time yet to even check what what is this gallery, nothing, because I saw it before our call. Like I checked, the, opened the emails to check for the link and and I saw it, so I will do it later, but that was, that felt so I want to hear about it. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> very Can happy. Can I ask you a question <clears throat> yeah. based on what you've shared so far? Yes. I know that you always do it one way and I'm not saying you shouldn't do it that way, 
but I'm just curious. How would you feel about instead of launching this time, trying selling as you do it, as you put it up, as it's ready to go out? Like, do you have any yeah. reasons why you would or wouldn't want to do that? No. And you mean like uh, I will like have one piece ready and I will already talk about it and set the price and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I will be fine with it. I used to do that before, so it's not a big deal. And eventually they will be all together on my website once right. they are. So it's like course. building the the collection, but also yeah. offering them for sale while you're building it. And the reason why I thought about that particularly for you and what you just said is I'm trying to put it all out there without burning out before then I have to launch. Yes. And yes. I know that you, the last, I don't know how many collections you've done, you've pretty much just done a launch. So as those have started working a little bit better, I want to find out, and maybe you do and maybe you don't, but I want to find out, is it, what I'm doing overall that's working better, the art plus the communication plus all the things, or is it because I do it inside this launch model? Because mm -hmm. it sounds like the launch model is what makes you tired, not all of the other stuff. So what if we didn't have to do that? Yeah. Me tired, it's the expectation after. You know, if someone like, you know, no one shows on my uh, website and no one is buying anything, I will feel... Uh, a little bit down or oh, down because mm -hmm. oh, sure. it, I put so much work to it and nothing is happening again so you will feel like you know exhausted and then you don't want to really talk about it later so even if one person is showing up it's always like it feels good but I I always allow the people to buy anything they wanted before collection lunch. If someone will contact me and say, hey, I love this piece, but it's not yet online, I will always say yes. And I will put it as sold on my website. So actually what you are saying, it could work very well for me. I could try that without, you know, it will be just great to do it. Why not? And then eventually I will have them all together on my website and, you know, they will be there. Even How many pieces there, do you have? It is not a big collection because I decided to put the pieces together. Like I will have two together on a big, um, uh, on a big, okay, I can send you later. On a big, um, oh, I can actually show you one. Uh, it's, I have it here. I was working at it yesterday. Um, it is going to be on a big mat like that. Oh, cool. Uh, and I put it two pieces together and then I got the idea from Emily and Daisy to to frame them this time, to offer us frame already. So I, I, I think for this case, I very much agree with them. Normally I wouldn't say you have to frame them, but like that looks so much more complete. Finished, like yes, yes, yes. And it will also stay this minimal look, but it will be elegant. This is what I am always going for. I like mm -hmm. to have elegant look. And unique so I will have them together so it's not gonna be so many maybe around 10 but I guess less because I am still debating to put two pieces together so it's not gonna be a huge collection I just I was they were just my studies that I was you know having fun with and I think they look lovely so I would like to have them on my website and I don't have many things available on my website now 
So I think they can be a great addition. And it, it may even get to the point where you don't have to put them on your website. Hope so. Reduces <laughs> a lot of work. Um, so I'm just trying to think like, how can we, you are so good at doing all the things and multitasking, getting all the things done. But one of the things we talked about that you want was to kind of, and have some afternoons off and like not have to do all of the things. And that's going to require a little bit of experimenting, but I think that we can get there. So I think that that's one way. How long do you feel like you can talk about one of these pieces or how long would you like to talk about one of these pieces? Like a couple of days per piece. Would you like to give it a week? Almost make this a quarter long thing? Like how, well, let me back up. How much are they? How much no, will you make off of one? Actually, I haven't decided yet because this time I am doing differently. I will have two pieces in one spot mm-hmm. framed uh, and it's 2023. So I would like to raise a little bit prices from last year. So I don't know, actually, I will like frame storm. They are 16 by 20 frame and I will also add the frame to them. Uh, so I have to ship them. I have to ship them and I have to check the price of the frame to have a, you know, uh, idea. The frame, I have it in my house. It's actually the old one. I wanted just to try it and to see how it it, it will look like. I mm-hmm. don't know if I have them in stock, so I will check it. I was trying to find the options that I will not pay so much for the frames. And I will not off, uh, not buy them at once, all of them. I would just like to have like three or, or four so. or five or something and then like order more as they sell exactly exactly so yeah. i have put it out that but i don't know i was thinking like over 200 dollars for sure for one mm-hmm. uh, i want you to figure out the price of what it costs you to make mm-hmm. and ship and i know that shipping varies but like let's approximate go yeah. to the post office take that and say what does it cost to send this to Maine and California? Yeah, I can do that from home. Or Washington, yeah. whatever yeah, the furthest are. Okay, you can do it from home. Yeah. So yeah. figure out that cost. Figure out if it's free shipping. Figure out what the frame costs and the mat, like all the things. Mm-hmm. And then what do I need to make in the next? Let's just play with the number three months. And I'm not saying this is what it needs to be, but let's just play with that number. If I need to make, I have no idea what you need to make. If I need to make $2,000 in the next three months, Mm -hmm. selling 10 of these at 200 a piece, Mm -hmm. that probably doesn't get me there because that's not including the shipping, the frame, the mat, all of that. Mm -hmm. So what is the number that I need to sell them for and that I feel good about selling them for? And does that match with what I need to make? And what time period am I looking at that I want to try to sell these over? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> so um, let's pretend. Let's pretend the number is, I don't know how expensive your frame is. Let's pretend it's 25. It's probably more than that. Let's mm-hmm. pretend it's 40. The number is 40. That's how much it costs for a mat and a frame and a ship. Mm-hmm. Probably more than that even, 50. <laughs> There we go. We're going to land on 50 as our pretend number. So if it costs us $50, do you know what you need to make per month? 
For this month, I don't know, because that depends on the spotlight on art too. <laughs> you mm -hmm. never... Well, let's pretend that doesn't exist. That's bonus. Yes. I like to do numbers with bonuses. So like if the, if the gallery decides they want to outright buy my pieces, that's bonus. If, um, if I sell a piece to this other thing, that's bonus. But I'm just looking at this right here that I am controlling myself. Does that make the number that I need to make? So if none of the other things pan out, I'm still good. Yeah, yeah, that's a great approach. I like that. I am I am trying to stay uh, around 2,000, 2,500 per month. This is my goal mm -hmm. uh, this year. And, you know, depends what will happen. But I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I will okay, need to... Okay, so if we spent a month on this, and they were 250 a piece and you sold all of them, that would hit your goal, your 2000 goal. If they were 300 a piece, I need a calculator. 300 times 10 is 3000 minus 500 yeah. for stuff, that's 2500. So then you would only have to sell, uh, I can't do my math. I don't know. It's more like eight or something. Yeah. So that gives you a little bit extra breathing room. Mm -hmm. So how does just, again, we're just playing with numbers here. How does one month trying to sell eight of them for $300 feel? It feels good. but. You know, you know me <laughs> that I am afraid of like a higher prices, so that's the problem. But at the same time, I want to price my work well. So is it really that much higher though? I don't think so because you know, like the collaboration I did recently, it was kind of like a uh, eye opening for me. I checked the prices of the artwork that you know the people were collaborating with me, and they have they have much higher prices, and they let's not look at other people. Because other people are going to have lower prices and other people are going to have higher prices. And it's all over the board. We're True. just talking about you. Is it that much higher for you? $300 per mm -hmm. piece? Uh, it will be higher than I used to sell, but it was also without the frame and different type of artwork with different feel. Um, I feel like this collection is very fresh and new and I am offering also like a variety and the flowers together with abstract. I've never done that together. So this is going to be like, so I feel I can, I am free to play uh, mm -hmm. with, and I would like to try it. So I a month is a good amount of time to try something. Mm -hmm. Like it's not over committing to, I don't know if this is going to work, but it gives you enough time to focus on it. Yes. Yes. So mm -hmm. let's, let's try that, shall we? Because yeah. also, that's even if everything works out perfectly, that's only covering a month's worth of expenses. We need a more dynamic approach to creating more long-term income, which we discussed about the commissions in Europe. Yes, yes. Which is more along those lines. Mm -hmm. 
but we can still do that like there's no like it can it's there's no either or so let's try this and see what this does because then we can know this worked really well this worked kind of well or this didn't work at all so that moving forward when we're like i need some quick cash like this could be a a possible good way to do that is putting an abstract and a flower together in a frame and charging three hundred dollars so we're kind of like experimenting with how we know what's going to work the best mm -hmm. yeah for this I month. and it is always easier for me for some reason with art on paper because maybe mm -hmm. or like easy for me to make those pieces and they are always fun and you know paper is easy to storage so it is a right. great opportunity to start and uh, I will probably also offer online classes this month too, uh, because I show them that people are showing interest and when they are showing interest, I will take it. Uh, it was yeah. after one class, they started to ask about it. And, you know, so always the idea are coming like that because the people are asking. So I will also offer my pet petals flowers abstract classes. So I think I have like five people on my list interested. And um, the idea of the new class in person, because the same group, they are asking about the next one. So that will right. be next month, not this month, probably the end of March or April or something like that. So, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and schedule out between now and until you're going to leave? I'm going to have a monthly class this month, this month and this month. Yeah. And if you want to sign, if you really enjoy these, you can sign up for all three of them for $50 less, something like that. So you can see it, like go ahead and try to get commitment for all the way out. So we're starting to build up some of that income that can continue coming in. Mm -hmm. You can even put them on a payment plan or whatever. So every month they pay for it. Or if you mm -hmm. need quick cash, then you can be like, and you get an extra something, something if you pay in full or whatever. But right now we don't need to think about all that. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. let's focus on one problem at a time which is can we sell and again like go back and see if these numbers are right for you can i sell 10 of these paintings for 300 dollars mm -hmm. and yeah. like the, you can talk today's february 1st february is your day or is your month to do this so 28 divided by 10 is about three days each so start talking about the first one. Ready, go. You got it framed. It's ready to oh. sell. So I will actually not put any like a lunch date or nothing like that. I would just like talk about them. And, you know, in the meantime, I will work. I can photograph them and so on. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And we had talked about one of your habits being um, showcasing a piece of art in your stories once a week, every week, and like keeping that up. This can be the start of that. Mm -hmm. I have been doing that. And I don't mean once a week. I mean like every day for this month. I started to do that because like to talk about my older work that I still have mm -hmm. available. And um, so far it was not interest about that work, but someone contacted Doesn't me about matter. Oh, Yes, exactly. Something else. But she said that she would like to have some discussion. Like she really like she she wrote a very nice email uh, explaining that she loves my work, but and she's interested in one painting. But she was asking if I can give her some discount because she cannot afford it right now with the full price. Uh, and I replied to her, but she's 
she like she's ghosting me now <laughs> but it's only like two days or one one day and a half so I am still like waiting maybe she is thinking about it or something so yeah let's see oh yeah mm -hmm. I don't consider a ghost until after like 21 days <laughs> like I'll follow up at like seven ish and then 14 ish and then 21 ish and then I'm like all right I guess <laughs> like why she's not replying to me but at the same time i'm trying to remember that you know if you have to spend a little bit more money on something uh it's normal to like you know think about it and consider everything so yeah also yeah. i will th just throw this out there real quick um there is a a girl who has been wanting to join consistent income and she messaged me and she was like could you make my six payments into seven payments? Because that would make it more doable for me. Mm -hmm. And that's just a little bit of a compromise on my part. I don't, I haven't even done the math to see what that works out to, but I'm like, you know what? Why wouldn't I do that? Like, how can I make it a little bit easier for her to join? And am I going to do that every time? No, but she's been around for a while. She asked very kindly, like, I yeah, exactly. feel like she's good for it. So like, if it's gonna work out for both of us, even if it's not like, for example, let's say she was wanting to buy a thousand dollar painting. How can you make that more doable for her, but still work for you? Mm -hmm. And just think about that. You don't have to propose anything yet. Wait till she comes back, see what she says. No, but yeah, yeah. And keep that in mind. Yeah, I will wait. Uh, so one more question. So in meantime, when I am like um, talking about my new pieces, can I still talk about something else that I have to sell? Or like yes, but um, let's keep it very heavy on one end. Mm -hmm. So like, okay. don't do this. But if it's like here's the bulk, and then here's a couple of little sprinkles. Think about it like I like I just liked that sprinkles. Okay, so you got a cupcake. Cupcake's the thing. It's the the duo pieces. And the sprinkles are the online class. And maybe yeah. there's a cherry that's a one time I put it out there. It says, I'm going to teach an online class, but I'm not going to talk about it much this month. I'm just doing this as an experiment. If you want more details, let me know. If it works out, I'll do it again and I'll share more. But this is more of a kind of a behind the scenes kind of deal. Right. Okay. No, I'm. I was thinking like um about the art because um, classes they feel a little bit different subject, so they could be like squeeze. <laughs> but like mm -hmm. art, you know, I have those like postcard that I made, and I was thinking about the Valentine's Day. I just made uh, them. <laughs> in Mizzy. I made them when we were like talking here, and they look so pretty. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, maybe should I like you know offer them in the stories for uh, valentine's day but i don't want to also do it too much you know too confusing here and there so that's because i'm asking yeah okay so what if it was a weird number it was like 2.8 if i divided it by 10 so what if the first seven days are postcards okay because you can only ship them so fast yeah and, and then I have eight through Seven. Mm -hmm. Twenty-eight yeah. makes it an even number. So you talk about each one for two days after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, that may, that's great, good plan. And the last, very last question, because you know the size of the art, this is maybe smaller, they are a little bit different, but the one I will sell for, let's say $300 with the frame and the big mat, they're not like the self art, it's not more, much smaller than this one. Mm -hmm. So how justify that like they will be cheaper and the, the other one will be like $300? You know what I mean? Like if we so are it's kind of confusing, to be honest. Yes, exactly. So yeah, how I can like, what should I do if the prices make them look good both ways? Because it is confusing. Yeah. Like if I were you, if I were your viewer and I was seeing like in context, I could see that this one and this one were basically the same size and they were both yeah. your style, I'd be like, I'll just buy the card for like 10 bucks and put it in the frame and not yeah. say, not spend $300. So I'm not personally, I'm not sure that I would spend my time on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that they're beautiful cards and maybe they are something that, uh, you use as a special gift. Maybe they are something that um, you could bonus. Maybe they're something that you bring to your next art fair and yeah. forget mm -hmm. that they're cards and put them in a, a frame or a mat or something. And like now they're artwork, like, because the value, this is totally perceived and weird but the value of a piece of art on a card versus a piece of art in a frame is vastly different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. That That's because I am asking, it was my concern because you know, this is mm -hmm. only two and I could like easily frame them and they will be like, you know, frame art. <laughs> but right. I have on my website, I have flowers. Like I have um, one, um, in my shop, I have flowers and they are flowers on uh, canvas and flowers on wooden panels. And I could easily just add them there and have it there, you know, for the people like with the good price, you know, just yeah. to have just something that extra thing. Yeah. But then you have to put them on your website. I would just save them, save them for your festivals, your fairs, your all of those things. And maybe even someone who's like, I really want a piece. You could be like. Mm -hmm. hold on I have something for you I want you to have this um and you know I'll, I'll follow up with you about a commission but I would just I really like you and so I'd like to give you something yeah oh story time quick story time I went to Santa Fe it was a year ago something like that um I went to all these different shops I went to this one shop and I didn't really see anything that I wanted in there. There were things that I kind of liked, but I wasn't like a super big fan where I was going to spend money there. But she asked if I needed anything. And I kind of pointed to something. I was like, this is pretty cool. And she's like, yeah. And she started telling me the story behind it. And then the story behind that and that and that and that and that. And by the end of it, she was like, I want to give you these rocks. Like, they're for you. They're special. And I just want you to have them. And I was like, 
uh, okay. And mm-hmm. next time I go to Santa Fe, guess where I'm going to bring money to? Mm-hmm. That shop. Because I know that her and her son mine these things and it's been in the family and this came from here and that came from here and she took all this time to spend with me and she gave me something when she had like she didn't need to do that yeah and I just yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so use that's what I would do with them I always is that Every time if someone is buying also a big piece of art from me or art on canvas, I am adding something special for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I have this client that she bought a tiny piece, but she was waiting for the shipping two weeks because, you know, my grandparents, uh, my parents-in-law, they were supposed to bring it to Italy. And she was happy with it. So I also gave her something extra and she was so, you know, happy about it. She made a story. She was talking about it on Instagram and she's also like a coaching, but in Italy. So it was really like a great, it was really like, yeah. I was very happy about it. But and even like, even the perceived value of that, like you could yeah. increase as a free gift by putting a mat around it, as opposed to saying it's a card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can make a postcards from them, like a real, you know, like a prints postcards. And sure. then I, you could, and then I can have it, you know, as a lower price during the markets and whatever. There's lots of things you can do with them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Miss Daisy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I love that you always are right there. Like, I'm so jealous. I want to go crawl in my bed. <laughs> so, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I need to like go to a desk and sit because I'm just like, why <laughs> why would you do that I don't know no. to, be, to be more I don't I feel like I'm engaged but you are yeah I feel like you're engaged okay. <laughs> I worry sometimes that it looks like I'm just like <laughs> well I worry that I'm wearing a t-shirt and my hair is in a ponytail and I feel a little bit sweaty so there's that not at all and, but, do you care no, no, I no, it doesn't matter. So, also, look at these coasters. I found them at the thrift store. Are they gorgeous? Oh, those are so beautiful. Oh, wow. You got those at a thrift store? That's a great find. Man, yes. that's the kind of stuff. That's why thrifting is so addictive. I love thrifting. I don't I do it. it a whole lot. Yeah. But because it's like 45 minutes away. Oh yeah. But that's a deterrent <laughs> for sure. 45 minute drive. We have a pretty decent goodwill, like three minutes up the street. Mm, from. I would and have I, a problem. Yeah. I've well, and I've gotten some awesome stuff from there. I got these, um, my, these antique frames, like the ones that I've been using, but they are 36 by 48. They're giant. Oh, wow. And there were two of them and I got them for $50 each. And I mean, those frames. You should leave a note for them. Like if you see antique frames, call me, I'll come get them. That's a great idea. I wonder if they do that. Would they do that? 
if you regularly said this is the thing I want and they got them in and they didn't have yeah. to deal with pricing them and putting them out and all that I think they would I will definitely it's worth an ask it's worth you're right it doesn't hurt to ask I am I am in that vein of philosophy for sure anything that can make your life easier yeah and while you're there like go pass out cards to anywhere else that might get them and say call me yeah well, the, the guy that I got a lot of the salvaged frames, uh, from up in That's North right. Georgia, I'm connected with him on Instagram and, uh, like I wanted more oval antique frames cause those are just extremely unique. And, mm -hmm. um, I would really like to do more of those. Um, but I told him, I was like, if you come across those and like these little ones, because I, I had a set of those, they were like five, not like maybe five by eight frames. And then the frame, like the area that you frame was even smaller, but I had a set of three and I made a triptych of it and I sold it as a set because they just like, you could, they just so cute together. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I want more of those. So I had told him, I was like, little frames and then oval, anything oval. I was like, please let me know. But I haven't heard anything from him. I should probably just follow up with him. Check back ask. in. He might've forgotten. Yeah. I'm also kind of doing this thing like Agnes, where I'm, I'm framing some of my paperwork because of the, because of the weather here has been so cold. I was working out in my garage and the paint froze and it like ruined something I was working, working on. Aww. So I decided to wait and just work on some different things that had been kind of like pulling on my heart anyways, mm -hmm. um, that I could do indoors in my indoor studio. Um, so like works on paper and then the jelly prints and stuff like that. And so now I have like, I'm kind of getting a pile of paper art to together, which is good because I almost depleted all of mine from my festival season, um, which was nice. Cause I, I just sold three of them last week. And I, so when I pulled those out of the bin, I was like, man, I was like, there's only a few left in here. Um, and all I had done was mat them. I mean, I, yeah. none of them were framed. They were just matted, which I think which was enough of a nice presentation at festivals to where people liked them. Cause then they all, all they had to do was pick out a frame huh. uh, and pop it right in there. <clears throat> um, and then it took the issue of like, not liking the frame or whatever out of the equation because that has happened. But um, anyways, that was kind of a tangent. I realized that I am kind of like, without knowing it, building back up my paperworks for, which will work for, for my festivals. Um, my first one might be in March if I get in, I'm on the wait list. So we'll see. Did you, um, do you know how many paperworks you sold last year? Not off the top of my head. But you could find out? I could get a pretty close estimate. I think there are some that I didn't never that I never listed on my website, but I I have a um I have an I have a list of everything I sold from last year, like in my notes. 
Mm. It would take me a minute to skim through it and write down all the pieces of work that were on paper, but I mean, I, it might take me 10 minutes. It would. Okay. So you get that. Yeah. Um, can we aim for double the number you sold last year? Yeah. I feel like if you expect to sell 50% of the work you make, then you've probably got enough work. Like, I feel like that's a pretty good yeah. buffer to know that not everyone's going to resonate with everything and the right person has right. to find the right thing and blah, blah, blah. So that gives you two pieces for every person that's going to buy something to be able to look through without feeling like I have to be super overwhelmed and make a hundred thousand. But what, yeah. do you, what would you guess? How many do you think you sold? Um, well, and I didn't do a lot of paperwork last year. So, um, but you probably threw some in you'd already had. Yeah, I had some, you know, what's funny is I haven't really sold the older ones. Like I had some um, lino cuts that I had made like in college and mm -hmm. matted those and put those out. And I think maybe sold one of those, but it's a, it's just a completely different style of work sure. that I do now. So I think that's- Which is why. a little bit harder because they're coming to yeah. your booth because you're drawing them in with these like super abstract things. And then you've got yes. this super like yep. thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just different. Yeah. And that's not to say like, don't have them. It's just different. So yeah. what, what did sell? as far as paper? Um, what sold the best were my little ink blot paintings, which are, um, I don't remember those. They, they sold, they sold really well. Um, they were something I just was playing with, with a jelly print or jelly press and was putting paint on the jelly press and then pressing the paper down and it you know it was making like a like the, the like the Rorschach test the like okay the box, but with colored yeah paint. I, maybe I do remember those and then I was embellishing that with like circular gold leaves um and then like ink kind of in a circular motion so for Hold me on, just a second sure are you talking about this yes because that's sort of okay so where's ink press is that yeah, like the, the, the paint there that's pressed and textured was like pressed gotcha then, gotcha so there's a few of those left but the other ones like them have all sold out um is that what you're making more of yeah so I just made a big one because I actually I, I think I had talked to you about there was a lady who found me at Marietta at the Marietta festival and they're yeah. building a house in Florida. And she wanted me to do a really big version of that, of actually of these anticipations here. She wanted a really big version of that because she loved the bright colors because it's a house in Florida. So it, mm -hmm. it, it makes sense to me why she liked those, but um, she wanted a really big version of it. And I've, and I, and of course I was like, yes, I can do that. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, I've never done a big version of those. So I did a bigger version of it, not as big as what she's wanting, but I'm, I'm trying to like work, working that way, working my way up because I think they're building the house and there've been lots of construction delays and stuff. So it's not anything that's going to happen like in the next month or maybe even yeah. two months. Um, <laughs> 
but how much did you sell those for? Sorry. Um, those sold for $90 each. Let's up that. Okay. I, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> Cause I was like, I think I can definitely get more than $90 for those. I think they're very cool. And they're, they're still, they're very different and they're very you like yeah. all at the same time. Um, I feel like what that is, is the small version of the one that sold that we decided we were going to make a collection out of that one piece. Yeah. I feel like that is your smaller version of that bigger thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I don't think that, I mean, I haven't scoured the internet or anything, but I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Yeah. I liked that too, because I, so this is something I meant to talk to you because this just happened this this week is um, I'm in this show that Agnes mentioned Spotlight on Art and um, there's an artist that is doing a very similar thing with the painting on the antique frames and it's different color palettes it's very neutral like sagey greens and like it's it's it it's different color palettes, but it's like, it's too close for comfort. And mm. like, it made me, and I don't, I, I, I need to unpack this. <laughs> it made me not want to do more of those in a way because, and I, I like looked at her Instagram and she definitely just started recently doing that. So I don't, think that like I I'm like okay I definitely didn't see that somewhere and like take that idea um but for me there's like this weird ownership feeling of ownership and I know with art like we are inspired by things we see and we pull them in and we make them our own language all of the time and I do that too as an artist but for me it made me not like it definitely took away a lot of the desire to make more of those. And I, I need to sit with that a little bit and unpack it a little bit because I, I, I recognize that feeling, but I don't really know like what's at the root of that. That's interesting because I can completely understand what you're saying. Like I could, I'm putting myself in your shoes and thinking, I might feel that way too. Like, if you, this is mine, fine. I won't make it anymore. I'll make something else. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, that is a form of self-sabotage. I know. Because it is yours. Yeah. And copycat, and I'm not saying that she is a copycat. She might be, she might not be. I don't know. Right, right, right. But copycats, the more successful you become and the more presence you have the more copycats you're gonna get yeah and if you just surrender it at that point and say well I'll just figure something else out like you're going back to square one not necessarily square one but a much further back starting place yeah because of them but it's not about them so I would almost rather that you say 
this is mine. Yeah. And you can do whatever you're going to do because I can't stop you unless I want to like destroy my life and take lots of legal action. And that sounds horrible. (laughs) Let's not do that. But like, it's obvious from your website, you've been doing this for a while. Let's just take like pride in the fact that someone may or may not be copying you and say, I'm going to do it even better. And I'm going to keep evolving it. And I'm going to keep making it even more mine. Yeah. To the point where you're like always five steps, even if let's just pretend, pretend this person saw your work and she's like, "Mm, I want to make work like that. Mm -hmm. And then yours just continues because you are, you play like, that's just what you do. You're never going to keep it exactly the same. But so you're always evolving and evolving and evolving. And she's like evolving, evolving. Yeah. You're always ahead. Yeah. So what would make you feel good about that? What would make you want to take pride and ownership and like, I can't even see what you're doing because I'm so focused on my work. Yeah. What would make you feel that way? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I, I mean, like you said, like the more you do something, the more it just naturally evolves and the more, more. I, I mean, yeah, I just need to do it more. I need to make more of them. But you haven't been able to because of the cold, which is understandable. Yeah. yeah. But what if instead we're digging into what is this hold on anticipation Mm -hmm. and what if in making anticipation it feeds hold on i'm looking for names (laughs) it feeds seeking yeah so then we've got anticipation and seeking which are our two easiest slash our self and they start informing each other and it becomes this whole nother thing that's like the next level and you could even still have both versions of that going if you want but then the the next biggest most amazing most daisy showcase pieces start coming from playing within those two worlds Yeah. I see you nodding. I see you thinking, but I'm yeah. not sure you're sold. I mean, I'm just I'm just visualizing it, I think. But I don't think you can. You don't know until you just do, do it. More. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm playing with the the ink blot paintings now and um what's really fun with those is that like the anticipation series was just like one play with a color palette and mm-hmm. I used black paper and then a set of certain colors and I made all of those with the same colors and that was like that that whole series was just that so I made all of those in a day and they're cohesive because they're all the same color palette and then there's another ink blot series like that, that was smaller that I made first, that was called night moves. 
And it was one of the first ones I did with that copper leafing that I'm currently obsessing over right now. And that was a different color palette. It was very fall and autumn, you know, and um, I, I think that's what I, I really love that about this process is that like, it can be whatever mood I'm feeling in that moment. And like, that's, I don't know, like when, cause when we talk about abstract expressionism, like that's at the kernel of expressing and to make them all in a day too, like, it's like sure. they kind of They're all the same thing that day or that mood. Um, and so I don't know, I'm, I'm really enjoying like this big one. I, I have a, a bunch of the same size paper. The paper itself is 18 by 24. And I had like started them all the same. And then I finished one by itself in one day. Um, and then I was just going to play with different color palettes for the rest. But um, I think how I originally got on this is that I'm in the process of framing the large one, which I'm excited about because I, it's going to be my largest like work on paper that's framed. And um, it's like, what is it? 22 by 28, I think totally like total framed. Is that mm -hmm. right? I think that's right. Um, but I was like, man, I, and like the framing, cause I'm doing the framing myself. So I bought like, you're making the frame. I didn't make the frame. So I bought, I bought a pre-made frame and then I custom matted. I had, I went to Hobby mm. Lobby, picked out a custom mat, which is this like jute material. And then like they laser cool. this like groove in it. And it complements the painting so well. So anyways, I'm going to be framing it today. But I mean, doing that instead of them framing it, it's like a fraction of the, like the frame. Oh yeah. The frame was $30 and the mat was $40. And if I'd had you them- could even at some point get to where you cut your own mat. Yes. And I, I have cool. a mat cutter but I'm not very good at it. And it, I think it maxes, I can't remember how big I can cut, but it's not as big as what I needed. Well, and at that, um, in that same vein, yeah. it might not be worth your time and energy yeah, to buy a machine and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like no when to outsource, right? Right. Um, so plans for this piece, what, what are your plans? Like, what do you want to, do with it? Is it going to festivals? Is it going on the internet? What do you want to do with it? So I think I want to, okay, so let me back up. There's an artist that I met at a festival and his name um, is Charles and he um, makes abstract work and he does, and he does his own framing and a lot mm -hmm. of his works on paper, he frames himself and the majority of what he sells is framed. And so we had a conversation about why those seem to sell better. And um, I think people really love buying a finished thing that they know what it's going to look like. Yes, exactly. Take it home, put it on the wall. Um, even paintings, um, and although a lot of my paintings are framed already, um, it's like, it, there's something different with a framed like paperwork, like with the glass. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I don't know. It's a lot less. Hassle. It elevates it. Yeah. It definitely elevates it. Yes. And, and I think if like, if you can cut down on the framing part of it, the profit 
is probably, I mean, I think really good. Um, I think you almost have to double the price of whatever you put into a frame and add that to the cost of the painting. Definitely. Because that is time and effort that goes into it as well. Oh yeah. And I mean, but, the get it and yeah, all mm -hmm. of that. In your case, what you're doing is creating big work that doesn't take you a ton of time. Yeah. Which makes that sweet spot really nice because you don't yeah. have to charge an arm and a leg. Maybe you start here and it just gets a really good response. And so you just keep increasing the price. And then eventually you are charging an arm and a leg. Yeah. But it still doesn't take you that much time. That's where we really want to get to. Yes. Um, now, like if you were making something that everything you made was super intricate and detailed and it just took you hours and hours and hours, we'd have to come up with something else because yeah, that price never matches up. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. Do, 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 do. I like that you are trying these in a bigger, a bigger size. And yes, it is more challenging, but I think it could also end up being more rewarding. But I also wonder if your tent could almost end up being split mm -hmm. where it's big and smalls of this and rounds and rectangles and different sizes of this and yeah. then your works on paper reflect those styles yeah and as you continue to play with that throughout the year things will evolve and we don't know where they'll yeah. go maybe they go together maybe they turn into their own two separate things i don't know yeah I just feel, and I have no backup for this other than people also respond to it. I feel like these are your stars, <laughs> like the places <laughs> to go toward. Yeah. Do you agree, Agnes? What do you think? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. And I love that Daisy is doing festivals because the first thing I <clears throat> it came to my mind when I saw her work in um, Dallas, it was, oh my God, this is so beautiful in person. Like, you know, for some reason, <clears throat> I always knew that Daisy's work is beautiful, okay? But when you see it in person, it's totally different experience. I don't know I why. I can believe that. Yeah, and <clears throat> all the small details and, you know, the shiny parts of the painting and all the layers, you can really, like, see it, which mm -hmm. I I truly love it. Like, it was great. And I think in Dallas, Daisy, if you will have one extra light, it will help you so much because it was a darker booth. Yeah. I thought when I was thinking about the lights, <clears throat> yeah. but it's really like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. I thought about that too because I even during the show I was like man because I would like walk down the row and it was like bright 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 and then my my little spot was like this little cave oh that makes it hard to see shiny <laughs> what if you even invested in like antique lights so it kind of gave it an ambiance oh you know oh I'm so glad you brought that up 
I actually had that conversation with my dad um, at my last festival. Um, so that was the first festival because it had gotten postponed and then put after the time change in November. So there was like two hours of dark for the festival and I'd never done a festival in the dark. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to sell art in the dark? <laughs> so we had, um, there were other vendors there that did more like crafts, but they had, they had lights because they had done shows in the dark before. And so I was like looking around at all the different lights people had. And there was this one vendor who had those, like, they were like patio lights, but they were those Edison bulbs. And I was like, that's what I, I need those because I, that's like my style. I have the, those types of lights <laughs> all over my house. And, um, I love I love that mix of like modern and antique together. I mean, as you can tell by my work, but I, and I, I was like, that's the perfect light. So I, I made it a point to um, put that on my list of things to get, to get ready for festival season. Um, because when I was talking to my dad, we were like, you know, you could have those on in the daylight and it wouldn't, you know what I mean? It would just give it kind of a warm feel. It wouldn't hurt anything, even if it's right. daylight to have those lights on and give that kind of like ambiance. Um, Can I also throw out that I think it'd be really cool if you bought a couple of complimentary decor items, like a rug, a tablecloth, a lamp. I don't, I don't know what exactly, yeah. like maybe Pinterest, your aesthetic. Yeah. That will complement your work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be another draw into yeah. your tent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Or maybe even like, I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe because sometimes when you put too much, it will be too crowded. Mm -hmm. And then I cover your artwork. So I go all less, but you know, that's already. There's got to be a balance. Like, yeah, I feel like. A lot yeah. of the people are probably going for like white and clean and minimal. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah, many people yeah. should do that, but I'm not sure you should do that. No, yeah. no. And I don't know that for a fact. It's just a thought. I'm be like, great. And maybe, I don't know, like, a, I don't know, like something like antique bouquet flowers. You can also like play with it during the springtime, you know, like all mm -hmm. summer. Yeah. It's elegant because your work is very elegant like when you see it on the wall it's modern but it looks really elegant like all the details are finished very well and you know like as from what I remember a lot of people with money bought your paintings yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah I saw it on the walls and they were looking very elegant like the interiors and yeah thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's and I it's, it's, it's funny. Cause like, I, I mean, I think they're, I think they're really beautiful. And I guess because I use salvage materials, like I never thought of the word elegant, but they do really work in like, really like m all kinds of different aesthetics. Like they can work with very clean, modern aesthetics. They can work with very eclectic, like, um, I don't know what the word is like, uh, boho, um, type of aesthetics. Like they just, um, I don't know, they work well, maybe, and maybe elegant is something I need to use. Cause I love that word. I love that descriptor for art. And I, yeah, but I, 
names are elegant, you know, they are very like elegant, very like rich. <laughs> so <laughs> they are, they are, so yeah. yeah. I don't know. But also I, when you were talking about the uh, artwork on paper, so the idea came to my head. Sorry, I have one more idea. No, ideas are good. Uh, I was thinking about your collection of ornaments, actually, and the colors you use, and how do you divided them in colors, and that was so cool. And I thought, like, why? Like, maybe some, if you will ever feel like that, you can try to do something like that in um, on paper with your work. Yeah, like so cool. <clears throat> I love the idea. Like, I think like your. A collection on of ornaments and how you talk about them and divide that they were very interested. Like, like yeah. I think that. So I agree. It, that was interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> it was really unique. Um, also, it was a connection point. Like people who feel those elements. Like, yeah, probably seventy five percent of the world is like elements. Okay, whatever. But the people who are like, oh yeah, I resonate with air or earth or so that was another mm -hmm. yeah. And I one more thing I wanted to say before I wrap up, which is not like anything profound at all, but it came to my head three times. So I have to tell you, when you are creating these different colors of paper ink blotches, where it's like a series of one, if you're not already, write down the colors that you use. Yes. The combination, this like mini series of the series, it, uses these five colors. So if someone's like, I want to commission, or if you're like, I want to bring this series back and do it again, like you can just do it because you yeah. know exactly what you did. Like mm -hmm. a recipe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A recipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you made that. Really that's useful. great. Yeah, that's, that definitely is. I need to make it a point to do that. I don't want it to get to the point where your art is just a recipe. Oh, but, I know, I know that. I know you don't mean that like that. <laughs> but there's some balance between there being a recipe and you playing within the recipe. Yeah. To make new things that just continues to evolve and make whatever you want to make. And I, I personally think that's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can so. <clears throat> Anyway. Um, I am going to wrap up because I have to do my tax. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I know I'm dreading that. I need to do that too. And I'm like, la, la, la. <laughs> well, I'm not really doing it. I'm just getting all the papers together, but like they're <sighs> everywhere and I don't know yeah. where to find them all. So my goal is to do that before I have to go pick up my son at 1230, which gives me 50 minutes so I can knock it out. <laughs> there you go. You yeah. got it. All right. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. All right. Thank Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.